0: We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs>
1: Cellophane plane, and we're waiting on the end of the world. I met a man with a Coca Cola smile, said he made a living whistling in Detroit, Michigan. I asked him, could I maybe spare a little change? Said he left it at the end of the world. Take it from me, you're the worst. Take it from me, you're the worst. Take it from me, you're. For me, you're the worst. I hit the bottle trying to find something better than a pocket full of lies and a closet full of skeletons. I hitched a ride on a 737 and it landed on the top of the world. I get lifted when I wanna. I take a little pill and I slip into a coma. You said I couldn't, so I'm gone, so I'm gonna. And I'm a Say pretty please.
2: The Dining Room, episode uh, 38, 39, something like that. Math. Yeah. Math. <laughs> that was uh, Dad Brother with Scooter and Chippy. And, uh, he'll be playing Tuesday the 24th. At hey, the that's Bowery. tomorrow. That is tomorrow.
3: <laughs> and, uh, that's
2: tomorrow. <laughs> at the Power Electric on the Lower East Side um, at 7.30. Free show, 21 and over. He'll be playing with Ed Brasano. It's his first show as a solo performer. We'll also be playing with Papa Reese, uh, myself, and Derek Zarg Zumudio of, uh, of uh, Derek in the Black Sea. Should be a good one. But uh, we're sitting here live with, uh, with Rocky rock Nice and the chapter.
3: Hi.
4: Hey. Hey, uh, up,
2: I, I
3: brought one piece of the chapter, I think. Just one. <laughs> Just one. It's the, one page of the book. The, well, technically, the first chapter member, like, Ooh. real chapter member. That, I didn't like, know that. Well, Frank, our bass player, hit me up, like, he kind of said like I want to play bass for your band, but I was like, yeah, whatever. And then Chris literally hit me up the next day being like, "Hey, I'm looking for a band. Do you know anyone who needs a guitarist?" And I said, "Me." Yeah. And he went, "Okay." And didn't didn't ask to hear a song, didn't just said, "Yes."
4: That's yes. exactly how it happened. So, so,
3: I was like, "Well, that I guess that works." And so from that's like literally that was the moment where I was like oh I, I kind of guess I need to make the band now yeah because I told Chris we'd play shows Yeah. so like, <laughs> we gotta kind of find other people if
2: Chris says he wants to play music that's it you say yes mm-hmm. yeah that's uh um
4: yeah it all just kind of it happened very fast yeah or I was kind of leaving my prior band and like kind of getting frustrated looking for a new one and then I I actually when I messaged him I wasn't even messaging him about playing in his band because I didn't even know he had one I was just, like, wanting to play in a band. He's like, I, I need someone. Well, that's that.
3: I'm yeah. in a band with you now. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen years, we've known each other. And I don't think any conversation about music in terms of us doing stuff together has ever lasted longer than ten minutes. <laughs> like, I think when we were, like, 20 years old, 19 years old, when we first actually well, we played... did. Well, we did Chasers. Yeah, exactly. When we did Chasers. Yeah. So it was like, he called me up being like, hey, we have these few songs for this project we're doing uh would you like to sing on them and i said yeah like that was again it was that easy like sure so chris and i have a very uh proactive and uh i guess like drama free just yeah creative relationship yeah
4: i've always been in like other bands playing And I guess it's, you know, finally, like, the the stars have aligned. Yeah. We're in the same one.
5: Sometimes life just throws you a softball or sets it right up on a tee for you. Yep. Yeah. Knock it right out. Knock it right out, and it flutters away. I feel like that... It doesn't go as far as you thought.
3: (laughs) I feel like that's Chris's M.O., too. Like, him and his wife knew each other for ten years, like, never, like, actually dated, and then all of a sudden, like... Married? took off yeah <laughs> so it's like chris just la- f- finds himself in the perfect place at the perfect time <laughs> go i yes. am equa- after
4: after lots and lots of of uh bullshit for yeah. many many years.
3: I've, i am equating chris or myself to chris's wife yes i am doing that yeah oh. you would i love you steph but <laughs> it, it was music, I'm, musical I'm, love i'm music wife now <laughs>
2: It, it only took uh, 20 years, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's bound to happen. Well, I'm, ex- I'm <laughs> excited to hear what you guys uh, have collaborated on because I haven't seen you play. You only, you've only played four shows. What is that, Yeah, right? four.
3: Uh, three with the full band and one uh, a, that's not just me playing by myself acoustic. So, but um, we do
2: have a record coming
3: out. We do. Soon. So we, we put up um, a three-song, like, I called it a single because, like, back in the day you would release, like, a single and it would have, like... A, in, a, in a B-side Right And then somebody said to me like Why is it more than one song If it's a single I'm like Because it's mm-hmm. like
6: I don't oh God
3: But So we put out a, Like three songs at once uh, On Bandcamp Which you can download right now Right Um, It's pay what you want Um, Some people have been really awesome And given me way more money Than they should have For Because I anticipated Like people who, who do do that Like the play what you want I usually like Throw in like Three, four bucks You know And not everybody does that Like I expected like if you're gonna if anybody would actually pay for it that they pay me like a dollar or something like that right. but some people are like thrown in ten bucks or twenty bucks and it's like all that money went straight to making the record that we just finished. Um, I guess this is the first time I'm talking about like anything really pertaining to the record with other people. Yeah, but, um, good. I'm getting it on record. You're getting you're getting an exclusive. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Put so your toe on wax. <laughs> so we're we're actually uh, pressing the the record to vinyl. Um, it's going to be an EP, um, mm-hmm. like six songs proper. But the vinyl will have a couple bonus tracks on it because we recorded eight songs, um, and we're only really using seven of those eight for this release. Um, and then uh, we're going to be putting it out with Sniffling Indie Kids, who just uh, started up recently. Um, they did like the they put out uh, the Sync Tapes record, Lake Effects record. They're doing Night Crawlers and Holy City Zoo and. They're doing, like, uh, a CD release of Dolly's uh, new record. and Wonderful. Um, yeah. So, like, we decided to team up with them, and they're, you know, we're going back and forth and completely collaborating on everything. And uh, But the record's going to be called New Day Old Night. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, we just got, like, just got the confirmation that it's going into the pressing plant. Just got the artwork, like, first batch of, like, what the idea is. And everything's kind of going forward. And so, like... You know, when we weren't playing shows, we were recording and doing that stuff, and like getting all that together. And now we're like playing some more shows and finishing that up and gearing up for tour and stuff like
5: that. Nice. You're just really rushing right into it.
3: Yeah. It, it just, I got really uh, like, I remember saying to my last bandmates because um, we hadn't really been playing a ton. Like we okay. were playing, you know, a few shows here and there. Right. But, um, I kind of said to them, I was like, we haven't really been playing a lot, and that just makes me sad. Like I was just just upset. Just want to play. I just want to play music. So like it got me really. Literally, I just said I was sad, and that was I think the best way to put it is I was really sad about not playing shows. So I kind of like wanted to do something. So when that band like stopped playing, I didn't do anything for a minute, and then kind of went. Well, what do I do next? And and I just had songs kind of piling up where I wanted to write more songs. So I just kind of went. I guess I'll do a, a band that's just me. Right. And as soon as it started, like, taking shape, and we were, like, I started recording with Kevin, who's the singer of Gates. Like, he, right. he had done the last little bit of stuff that Let Me Run It done, and, and he's been a really good friend of mine since, like, Gates started, since I since he basically moved to the New Jersey, New York area. Hell of a dude. Um, he's a great dude, and he has been the best person to work with. Hell of a um, band. And Gates. Oh, like we can go into an entire other tangent (laughs) about how like a a lot of the bands that I really love right now that I listen to on my own time are just bands that I'm friends with because I really think that they are doing like the best stuff. That's Uh, why why definitely started this show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Gates is definitely one of them. And, um, but you know, Kevin and I were working on the stuff and immediately I was like, I don't want to be Chuck Reagan. I don't want to be Tim Barry. I don't want to be the next, like, guy who was in, like, a punk rock band that that picked up an acoustic guitar and all of a sudden is playing, like, Americana, like, Roots music. And it's, like, right. not that I don't like that, and I think Chuck Reagan's awesome. Yeah. But, like, I know that's not what I want to do. Like, I wanted to have a band again. I wanted to, like, play kind of rock and music, you and know. That it's camaraderie. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, you mm-hmm. want to be hanging out with your friends and having fun. I think oh, yeah. you,
4: you, when we first started talking, you envisioned it as, like, a kind of open-door, like whoever wants to play the show, whatever, like, you're going to have, like, a different rotating lineup of musicians, but I think after the first couple practices, we all saw, like, nope, this is the band.
7: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, the
3: original <laughs> band idea was, like, let's just be, like, I'll just be broken social scene, man. Like, I'll, I'll just have whoever like, wants to play. <laughs> yeah, like, have, like, you know, have, like, anybody who wants to play can come up and do whatever. And, and then it got to, like Chris said, it's, like, we practiced you know, twice before our first show and four of the you know including myself like four of the five of us were kind of set like Frank and Chris had expressed a lot of interest our friend Joe Lanza um, I had talked to him about playing and he seemed really into it and then I had asked Trevor who had been Let Me Run with me to like fill in because we were supposed to have a different drummer Mm -hmm. and that drummer couldn't play our first couple shows so it was like I asked Trevor just to fill in for the moment and I remember Chris and I were at the Bowery Electric like after the second show like sitting there talking and like and I remember being like, man, we played really well tonight. Or, like, I feel like we did really well. And he's like, yeah. And he was like, Trevor kind of killed it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And so we kind of just sat there for a minute, like, silently almost. And, like, looked at each other and went, like, maybe we'll just have Trevor, like, do it.
2: He hits the shit out of the drums, man. And, and I was like, all for that. You yeah. can't teach that. People no, are just, I People just hitting them really hard. It's just <laughs> nice to be
4: in a band where everyone wants to be in the band. Yeah. Wait, it's actually exceedingly rare. <laughs> is this
2: the Trevor
5: from Darcy? Yes. yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, man. Everyone speaks. I don't know, but everyone speaks very highly of him in this room. Well, yeah. It's like
3: Trevor, you know, I had met before I joined Let Me Run. Um, and uh, we we ended up like we we're at a birthday party together. And we the first time we really like hung out. And we just like talked the whole time we were there because I didn't really know anybody else. And I kind of only halfway knew Trevor. <laughs> and so like, we just talked the whole time and we've been like really close friends for a very, you know, for years now and, um, and I just, and I knew from, from let me run that like part of what he loves to do, is just play. So it was like, it was easy to call him up and be like, Hey, do you want to play these shows? And, it, and I think also some of the pressures that we had being in the band that we were in, um, aren't in this band. And there's, there's, like, zero expectations because um. we're such a brand new thing. So it, it makes it a lot easier for him to just be like, hey, man, I'm a drummer. Yeah. I get just show up and just be a drummer, right. you and know.
2: I think part of part of what you were thinking earlier, like you said, you, you wanted to make it just this interchangeable you know, circle of, uh, of musicians is that, you know, you'd want, to, you'd want to get people that can just hop in and do their thing. But, I mean, if you get them and it's solid, why change it? Exactly.
3: Dude? You know, it's like Frank can't do one show. So like my roommate who plays bass is gonna fill in for him yeah. but it was like he I did, always...
4: he's like he's like really upset that he can't do the Wonder show yeah <laughs> he's like no I will be at every show after that show yeah and, <laughs> it's, and I
3: appreciate that because you know we're not 19 anymore like everybody yeah. has jobs and their lives and stuff like that um and as much as like I have the same I have a you know the opposite opinion of like if you tell me I can have an opportunity to play somewhere I'll play you know, I'm going to do what I can to play as much as possible. Right. But I also understand that everybody can't drop everything all the time. So it's like, I'm really happy that everybody wants to be in the band. They want to do as much as they can. But they also have the, uh, like, the mindset of, like, if I can't make something, you know, we shouldn't miss out on a good opportunity, you right. know. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And, you know, opportunities are just popping up, man. The more you play, the more you're involved in it, the more opportunities open. And it's the best part about it.
3: Well, yeah, exactly. the the fir- Our first show is where Frank from Sniffling Indie Kids came and talked to me about doing stuff together like he came out like we've been friends for a while but he came up to me and was like hey like what would you think about sniffling indie kids putting out your cd and i was like how about we go in cahoots and we like split cost and do vinyl and he was like sure you know this is their gonna this is gonna be their first vinyl release it's gonna be you know maybe their fifth release overall um but they're, like, super stoked about it. You know, we're super stoked about it. And
2: cool. You get something tangible.
3: Yeah. And, and, and like you said, it was just kind of like the more you play, the more you do, the more people get excited about what you're doing. Yep. Um, you know, I think, like, seeing a band like Gates or a band like The Scandals over the last, you know, you know however many years of us being friends or, or playing together, seeing them grow and do bigger and better things is all because they just kept doing stuff. Right. Like, if they were sitting in their rooms complaining about how nobody wanted to hang out with them where nobody wanted to give them a shot right like we'd all know like well dude he, like you, you can't expect you can't expect it to come to you right. yep. but they've been out there like on the road playing shows putting out music putting out good music and then it you know it immediately comes back it does like immediately like you know even if it's just in small increments it's like you see some like if it's one person you see that person like be like i just found the new best band yep you know
2: i call it trail luck it's uh it's when you when you think you're at like the end of your rope and you're on the trail and you're out of water and you have no food and no lean to and it's raining on you. It's like somebody will leave that care package when you need it the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's gonna be when you appreciate it the most. know yeah. Down the down the trail a little bit when you're just starting to get real hungry, you're going, no, I'm gonna give up. You're kicking dirt.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. turn
2: around. No, you keep going.
3: Exactly. And trail like, luck will
2: come, my friend.
3: Yeah. And, and again, like it's all about persevering. It's you know I. People ask me when Let Me Run, we're about to play the last show, and they're like, man, so, like, like, what are you going to do now? And I'm like, same thing I've done for the last decade. Like, <laughs> pick up my guitar and write songs and play. Like, you're not going to stop me from playing music because this band didn't work out. Don't go hold me back. Yeah, exactly.
2: So it's go hold me down. Yeah. <laughs> so There's a
4: quote from uh, That Thing You Do is the best quote ever. The character of Del Paxton says it, and he says... <clears throat> You keep on playing, no matter with who.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Del Paxton, man. Del
4: Paxton, man. And Philosopher go, King, Del Paxton.
2: You are
0: Del. my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but I'm, I'm excited to hear it. So um, let's play some songs, and then when we come back, you guys jump in. I want to I hear you play some tunes. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, this, this song coming up is uh, called Stillborn by a band called Subtitle.
7: And girls, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds.
3: That sounds fucking good
2: to me. We're uh, we're here with uh, Rocky Catnies and the chapter
3: or the author's note. The, uh, yeah, this, would, <laughs> this is an author's note for sure. <laughs> At least, yeah. Uh, or a skilled prologue by somebody else. A foreword. The foreword by. Forward by uh, Like the foreword by Joss Whedon before uh, uh, Identity Crisis, which is one of my best, my favorite forewords of all time. Oh. Or I like th- uh, Brian Michael Bennis'
4: foreword before Scene of the Crime.
3: Yeah. I also like uh, Stephen King's foreword before uh, American Vampire. That is actually probably my favorite foreword because it's just Stephen King going like. Yo, what's the fuck's with this Twilight bullshit? Vampires are supposed to be scary. This book's about scary vampires. You should read this book.
2: <laughs> My favorite forward uh, is is a throw-up between Pistol Pete maverick and Alan uh, <laughs> <Now and> Iverson. <laughs> but I'm not much of a sports ball guy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we should mention Carl Malone. Before, Always before Carl Malone. that, that was uh, Paper Suits with Murmur. They're going to be playing um, Wednesday, the 1st of... April. That's right. April Fools. Nuts. No, <laughs> uh, seri- at the Court serious? Tavern in New oh, Brunswick. God. $5, 21 plus, 9pm. They're going to be with Twin. That's with two eyes. They're from out of town. They're a Torin band, I yeah. believe. They're from the great state of Pennsylvania. The Keystone State, some say. <laughs> uh, bigger Than Bears and Bird Hotel. Nice. That should kick ass. Before that, we had Rump but Sorry Not Sorry. Who I just saw this weekend at, in, a, in a basement in Brunswick. They're a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But they're going to be playing the 4th of April. Uh, Asbury Lanes. <laughs> Asbury Park New Jersey, 7 p.m., all ages. And uh, they were playing with Screaming Females. Awesome. And Mitski. Jay, do you want a cup of coffee? I'll get you a cup of
2: coffee if you want. Hmm? You seem you Oh, you got one? I just finished it. And you guys want a coffee? No, That's I'm good. fine. Thank you. for now. Yeah. No, like it constricts the phone
3: chris drinks a lot of decaf coffee i do which i don't i i hate i don't like coffee very much um i'll drink it every once in a while it's usually like end of a semester like pulling an all-nighter like i'll drink a cup of coffee or sit at a diner and like read a book or something like that um but i need like cream and sugar and and to make it as wimpy as possible um so when i see somebody drink Black decaf coffee, like Chris does. I'm I don't like, drink
4: black. I don't drink black.
3: Oh no, no. no. I don't. But, drink, I don't take sugar. Yeah, but it's still. I'm just like this. Seems like a pointless venture. This seems like completely wrong.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. But you know, it's but to it's, each a, their
3: own. it's a comfort thing, and also it's. You know, it's just nice to have
4: that warm, something in your hand that's right and it's you know yeah four or five times a day right uh, no no I try to guard against that uh, I, I have no guard <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a recovering alcoholic drinking a alcohol soda I would say of most yeah. of the time I, I behave and keep it to one sometimes two depending on you know variables throughout the day like if four o'clock comes in at work and I'm you know
2: well there is caffeine in it there is a little
4: decaf does have uh, traces <laughs> of caffeine like,
3: yes. like non-alcoholic beer has traces, traces of alcohol of, yes <laughs> yeah. Everybody, that was the oh, big yeah. thing too. When I like, when everybody found out I don't drink, they're like, "Oh, so would you drink like duels? I'm like, "I don't like, no." Like, <laughs> first of all, still alcohol. Second of all, like, it doesn't taste no, good. I drink like, birch beer, damn it. Yeah, birch beer tastes good. And Code yes. Red, Code Red tastes better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you in part by uh, Code Red, <laughs> by, by beer Code Red, Red and birch beer. Whatever
3: that, whatever that purple Mountain Dew was, that as well. The purple,
2: were,
3: purple drink purple drink I do remember ecto purple. coolers uh, don't even remind me of the delicious <laughs> ecto cooler oh. I probably consumed about 40 gallons of that in like the span of months when I was a child I'm still a child and I still drink it you can find it no oh. no I have, I, was, I have it stashed I was, <laughs> I was like a prepper I got really excited you foresaw
4: the, the, yeah. the, the end of time yeah I was a prepper in 94
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got a ton that's, like, Kevin from Gates got uh, a case of Surge. And one time when I was over at his apartment, I woke up the next morning, and he just was, like, here, and gave me a can of Surge, and I drank it on the way home. And I felt so good. Because there's also, not only was it a can, but it was a 16-ounce can. It was wow. a tall boy of Surge.
2: He's like, uh, do you want a Surge or a
3: jolt? Where,
5: <laughs> where do you dig that up from?
3: Uh, you can order it on Amazon. I think, like, they oh, that's they. They, like, limited-released it because somebody at the Coca-Cola company realized that they had a hip thing they could exploit dumb 20-somethings with, so they (laughs) they make cases of it uh, in tall boy cans, and they sell it for probably way too much money on the internet, and we totally bought in. That's commitment, man. Are they going
2: to start flying it to people's front doors? I mean, hopefully. They should be careful, though, if they drop that. I mean, those things blow up. Yeah, exactly. They do. (laughs) <laughs> so, sorry. sorry.
3: <laughs> we got drone strikes. What are they dropping? Drones. Surge. 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 It's pretty
2: obvious. Surge uh, <laughs> uh, full circle. Yeah. Uh, back to drones. But uh you guys are gonna you guys are gonna play some stuff and this is like an
3: unofficial sound check, so. Okay. All right. Oh, do you want any reverb or anything? Um, pinch? A pinch, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Makes my makes my voice sounds sounds good. Um, yeah, so we're gonna, I guess we'll play a few songs. Um, this first song we decided to play is, a. it's on a charity compilation that we did at, uh, Treehouse Studios in Jersey City. Um, it was the first song recorded specifically for this project. Um, cause our b- now bass player, Frank, came up to me at a party with two beers in his hand. And he, in his hands, and he was like, hey, you want to record a song? I'm like, uh, uh, details, please? He's like, yeah, we're doing this charity thing where, like, bands come in and they have a day to record a song. You just get one day and you have to record a song. It's going to go in this charity compilation. I'm like, so this is free and I can record music. He's like, no, it costs a beer. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. He's like, cool. So I showed up one day with enough stuff and, uh just played everything and you know within like eight hours we had this song done Um, but this song's called Night and I think at the beer fest I don't know how I described this song but it was a night
4: night about a day about a song about fucking someone's night up yeah
3: it's a song about fucking someone's night up
7: one two one
6: never want to wait like I did to tell you all the other days I was ignored with you. I didn't mean to fuck your night up, but I'm lonely and I can't figure out what you want to do. You know I get confused because it all boils down. I'm tired of the way you look at Every single word I say is pointless You accuse But I didn't fucking know you were here I wanted to see something that could make you feel refused You know I love all the abuse Because it all boils down to What you want to say
5: Who's like did you fuck up?
3: Um funny okay, so funny story about that song is that I I um I kinda just uh wrote it, like I wrote like the basic gist of it, and I the way I write is I always kinda like I'll start with, for instance, like like and then I'll start humming like and like it kind of goes from there. Where I'm like, all right, well, I start forming words and I just start or like phonetic sounds of what I want to hear. So I'll be like, you know, and so I kind of get I, like something will pop out, like,
6: uh, I didn't mean to fuck your night up,
3: and I'm like, okay, I don't want to fuck your night up. So then I like, so it's that line popped out, or like, there's another song. Um, that we have called Rush to Act, and it's like, the first line is if I keep the mystery surrounding everything. And that was like a line that popped out from me shooting gibberish out while I was playing something. Right. So what I'll do is I'll take that line and I'll go, all right, now what is this song about? And I'll think about it because I want to match. I always felt like there's certain songs where like, it's cool to like mismatch tone and and subject matter right. like i think saves the day is like a great example of that band like that kind of like mindset yes. of like super poppy cool upbeat songs are catchy but like the lyrics are super fucking dark and right. like you know really sad I, um,
2: I always said that them and poison the well should switch lyrics yeah exactly like yeah. you know
3: or like even like Switch engage is like a really like positive like <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. band in terms of lyrical content mm. but they're you know metal band so it's like um, so I kind of think about, like, what does a song mean? Or what does a song want to convey? And that, like, whole thing was, like, I... It wasn't, like, a specific, like, single instance. It was okay. kind of, like, how many... Like, it just kind of, like, touched on, like, I had had girlfriends in the past. Or, like, just friends in the past. Where it's, like, you know, just mixed messages, like, flying back and forth. And, like, you know, and and playing games. and And kind of, like, you know why do you bother with this person like you know why do you want to like on on either side like why do you stay with somebody that you just want to torture or why do you like put up with the torture exactly um so it's like it kind of grew out of that general sentiment and like i don't like being super literal with songs i like them having a little bit of you know a sense of being vague because right. like you know, i know a another thing that has kind of happened is that like I'll write something, and it's a, or it is about something specific. It's about a specific person, or a specific... It, you like you won't want to play it after a while. You no, know, it's like, well, that's one thing, but it's also that, like, I try my best to make it still a little bit vague, because I... or general, or, like, metaphorical, because if it turns around on me, like, I'll find that it's like, oh, this song was about this ex-girlfriend, or this friend of mine, or this thing that I experienced, and now five years later it's lining up again with some other instance in my life because I left it open enough and now it's touching on a different context. And right. so like it becomes the, like prophetic of
2: your life. Yeah. And on
3: top of that, it just opens. And then if it happens that way for me, where I know the exact intent behind the song, right. you know, that says to me, like if it can have it for me, it could probably happen for somebody who doesn't know the original intent. Exactly. You know, that way, like people can come up to me and be like, Hey, you know, I I love this song like I remember when I was younger that a kid came up to me and was like hey you know I use this song as a way to fully express me not wanting to be with somebody and um and or to like, and then I used the same kind of meant song to express why I wanted to be with this other person. Exactly. And um, so he got two different things out of yeah, it. Nice. And neither of them were the intent behind the song. The intent behind the song was that I was mad at my bandmates because I felt like they were ganging up on me all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I wrote a song that my band would have to play. <laughs> you know, like I wrote lyrics that they would have to back me on. About them being mean to me. So <laughs> here, comes um, the, here
2: comes the gang vocals. Exactly, it's like everybody <laughs> yell at yourselves. But um, but
3: yeah, so it's like that, like, you know, sort of roundabout way to talk about this song is that like it's about you know for me it kind of touches on those feelings of like you know I'm I'm just I'm just trying to have a good time or I'm just trying to like do what I think is right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to always line up with somebody else and. You know, you get to those petty moments of, like, inside your head, you know, like, the last line of the song is, like, I'm tired of the way that you do any little thing that that could make you feel good. Right. Like, you get to that moment of, like, you're so exhausted by dealing with somebody that you think to yourself, like, I just want to see you sad. Oh, man. I just want you to be angry. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's the moment, like, where, again, like, my personal perspective is, like, that's stupid. You know, I, I don't want to be that person. But the perspective of the song or the, the the character that is driving the narrative of the song is that, like, you know, you get from, you know, I don't want to wait and I feel kind of like, you know, I feel upset to being like, I want you to feel pain, you know, because, <laughs> because of all this stuff that has now happened and right. all this, like, you know, you keep egging me on and egging me on, I'm going to lash out. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, well, it's, and it's good to keep your songs a little open and not too personal because, like I said before, they almost become no matter who it is to 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 other people and no matter what it means to other people to you if you make it too specific it almost becomes like a little it's almost it's almost like voodoo that you're constantly feeding yourself it's like a spell that I was you're like a, con- like, a
5: time capsule you open too frequently right yeah,
2: well, you're exactly. playing it all the time and you're living it and you don't want your music to be too what, prophetic of what yeah. your life is. you don't want it to like you don't want it to be a out. self
3: you don't want to be a self-fulfilling prophecy for sure like you don't want it to be something where like I wrote this song because I I need – because, you know, why do a lot of us write music or why do all of us write music? I feel like a lot of people who do write music, especially that they put their own name on or they put their face on, is that, you know, this is my experience. This is my catharsis. This is my way of saying something that is hard for me to say. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if you're harping on something very specific, very, you know, whatever, like you're going to drudge up this – crappy feeling all the time and then eventually when you are finally past it you're now like drudging up something that doesn't mean anything to you anymore you know so it's like it's better to leave it a little bit open because then like you said you can either consciously or subconsciously recontextualize your song to mean something new to you it's why i love it's one of the reasons why i love counting crows because like the way that they've described like if you see them live like Adam Duritz kind of futzes with the melodies and, like, he'll change lyrics in and out and stuff like that. Um, And a lot of people are like, oh, I hate that. (laughs) And, like, some of that does get on my nerves sometimes because I want to see a band play a song the way I heard it and, like, have it elicit the same feelings that I get when I listen to it on record. But what I love about it is that the way he react or the way he kind of approaches it is that, like, I'm singing this like it's the first time I ever sang it. Like, I'm trying to approach this song like I've never sung it before. Got to keep it fresh. Because you know it it's like, night. I want a new connection with it. I want to express something different. So I appreciate that. And I kind of just try and do that with the the content of the song where it's like, it's not just about
5: this. Right. It's about a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah. And it could be dark. Just have a happy, <laughs> happy Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't go my route.
5: And strangely enough, in the like same it. vein <laughs> of that, like like, all right, it's 45 minutes. Pearl Jam. Um, I went 45 to forty five minutes without talking about Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Every every time, um I mean their their everything on their albums and everything live, it's like there's it, there's just a totally different vibe to it, you yeah. know. They have a they have a radio station on, on Satellite Radio that just plays live stuff all the time. And I mean some of the songs kind of continue the same way live, but there's it, it's so different from yeah. like the recorded version. It's 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 amazing, amazing. to me. It's like Bob
4: Dylan too. Yeah, you know, like he and it's you know that's a guy who's he's gotten much older and he can't do the things he right. used to do, right. but he can do new things that he couldn't do when he was younger. So he repurposes his old material,
7: yeah, he can do that you know, weird, so.
2: I love him, dude. He's my favorite. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's the best. Yeah, so he changes lyrics all the time. Yeah. All, like,
4: yeah. changes styles. Uh, I love he how gets, he coughs all the
2: time when he's when he's playing. He'll be like. Mm, it'd be like the prettiest guitar part, and he'll just turn to the side deck. <coughs> well,
4: like, that man can do anything he wants. Any, at this point. Exactly. Know, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> exactly. The gloves are off. Yeah,
3: it's like when you've gotten to that point, you're just like, you try and do what I've done, and <laughs> then and that's funny because like, to me, because like I'm not a huge Bob Dylan fan. Like I appreciate him, you know, and I enjoy you know some stuff, and but I look at him as like one of those artists where it's like, yeah. Like, no one has a career that spans five decades. Mm. No one. No. Nope. Like, no one has a career that spans five decades anymore. Like, you know, he's and allowed he's to do... And still respected at yeah, the end and, of still, and he's still a respected artist and still can pull the weight... Like, he can still make new music that people, like appreciate yeah, and respect. people
4: forget that. Like, sometimes like, when people go see him, they think they're seeing the Bob Dylan Museum. But, like, he's you know. still an active, creative musician yeah. making new and creative Relative music. stuff,
5: yeah. I was so just it- about to say, like, Willie Nelson comes second, but he's not really making anything new too often anymore.
3: Well, it's like, you know, like, Tom exactly. Petty is another example of, like, not as long, but, like, you know... Bowie. Bowie Springsteen, yep. like... Like, these are guys who... Paul McCartney. Who, you know, like yeah, yeah, even Paul McCartney. It's like, as much as I think, like... Some of his, you know, like, I don't, I appreciate certain things that he did, Beatles era, and I appreciate some stuff that he did, you know, Wings era. I appreciate, like, little bits and pieces along the way. The dude is at least trying to make new records, and he's, like, committed fresh. to making new he's, records. He's fresh yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, might be,
2: he might be playing something he's playing latest record
4: now, so. was really good, and I love, I love a lot of his solo stuff. Temporary Secretary, if that song were by the Talking Heads, <laughs> everyone would think it was genius. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I love that
3: man. Oh,
2: he should he should do something with them What's he doing with What's he doing with those other guys I don't even want to say their names uh,
3: I mean I don't know Maybe I feel like David Byrne Is in a position where he's like I don't want to work with Paul McCartney <laughs> I think so
5: Like That's where Dave, David Byrne stands yeah, I see that I could
3: Yeah I came this close physically To David Byrne one time And just shut up Cause Did I wanted, I didn't it? want to be like Hey like You've done cool stuff That I can't even <laughs> wrap my brain around man Like you, like, because I just felt like, what are you gonna say to this guy? That's not stupid. Yeah. So almost so. nothing. So I was something like, something that has nothing to do with me. So I just kept my mouth shut and let him walk away, and I'm like, okay, good. <laughs>
5: yeah, I just go, So we do another a tune now. Yeah. Does everything
3: sound good to you
2: guys? Yeah, it
3: sounded fine. Perfect. To me. Oh, yeah. cool. Um So kind of in the opposite vein of of the last song but this song is like sounds darker um and is like less angry which is kind of funny but um it has a lot to do with like a specific thing um but like i went through some personal stuff recently and i was playing the song to rehearse for uh either the you know the last couple shows that we did or i did like a solo thing um with some other like songwriters And I was practicing in my room and realizing, like, oh, this kind of realigns in certain ways with what's going on now. Two totally different situations, five years apart, you know. And it's, like, that, again, reinforces, like, keep it a little bit more vague. Keep it a little bit more in the ether. Because, like, it's going to help you over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, Also funny, Kevin today wrote a Missed Connections Craigslist post about some person like driving and listening to Eminem, which is, it was a hilarious post. And I asked him immediately, I'm like, because I thought at first that he was reading it, and I was like, did you listen to the song Misconnections, like while you were reading this? He's like, I wrote this post. I'm like, my question stands. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the song is called Misconnections. One,
7: two, one, two, three, four.
6: enough forgive and forget and get back all your stuff to bury the bones of something that was once so strong I should know that the moment I leave it's like a picture is tacked to the heart on my sleeve this patience is wasted I swear that this week's all wrong and I know the world isn't right with I let you go. Uh oh no oh, 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 oh. Just concede that the past is a past and with hopeful distractions, my conscience will last Through the painful belief that I could almost want it back. Say sit back, cause I know The world isn't right with regrets I'll let you go Oh, no I'll forgive those secrets you keep If I can't invade your sleep But you gotta promise me that you won't live on my skin forever That you won't live on my skin forever
8: That's what i come-
2: Before that we had Rest Ashore with Chinese Opera live at St. Matt's. And they'll be playing Saturday, the twenty-eighth, at the Dopeness in Jersey City, New Jersey, at eight PM. All ages, ten dollars at the door, they're playing with solid gold with two o's cool. Great company. And Cacha bacha That's awesome. It's gonna be a good one. Before mm-hmm. that was Steve Burks with three thousand miles it's and- off the new EP, friend. Yes it is. Is it? Yes. You got it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's got a new thing. New, uh, new record release at the Courts Tavern on Thursday. This Thursday. Uh, that's the new Brunswick 21+. 7 p.m., $6 at the door. He's playing with Corey Clark, Baron Mary, Baron Marys. There we go, sorry. Tex and the Girls and the Crypt Keeper 5. That's uh, Steve Burke's record release show. So go out there and support. Support. Buy that stuff. Get a hard copy. Hang it on your wall. Put it in your car.
3: <laughs> Listen
2: to it. Put it
3: on the wall of your car. <laughs> that way you can always look at it. And again get into traffic uh, accidents. Right, I just
4: hear Call it Off in the background, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here
2: with uh, Rocky, Katniss, and the
5: chapter.
4: Chapter.
3: Chap-tour. The
5: chap tour. I like um, how have our cat and the chap tour. I like. I like how you have cat Rocky in your name. And his cats. Yes. <laughs> you know What I'm noticing about this though, because I, I I usually don't hear this song without vocals, I'm hearing all the Matt Sharp, like crazy background moog. Basisms. Yeah.
4: Or, 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 uh, oh, yeah that's right, oh, that's right. He did. He do that for this
5: song. He played a moog.
4: That's awesome.
5: Keep, oh, we keep
2: your hands off
3: my, fu- my fucking theremin. Yeah. Oh my Uh, this this record is like this record is my favorite of theirs by far by far but I think so I uh, like okay because it was it was what was the newest thing at my entry point with them because I had known of them for a while like since um so was you
5: if it was you? If it was you, yeah. Yeah, the White Album, yeah? Yeah.
3: White
7: Album.
5: Mm-hmm. So,
3: if it's, like... So I had known about them and heard, like, a couple songs here and there, like... Right. And I'd, like, speak slow and stuff like that, but, like... I didn't really, like, latch on until I heard the title track from this record. And I was like, that song's fucking genius. And then, like, listened to this whole record and was like... This is the one record where, like, I can't skip anything. Like, front to back, I think it's amazing. And... Um,
5: this is the album, this, sorry. Yeah,
3: you know, and then, then this song is just like it influenced us writing or influenced me writing like uh like kind of one of the songs that's going to be on the record and kind of like having that like okay, it should be kind of like this. <laughs> yeah. It should be kind of like this vibe. Um they're good and with then, vibes. And then ch- and then we'll drastically change it to this other vibe. But like for the most of the part of the song, it's like I want it to be kind of like this. It's like yeah, it's like acoustic with some flourishes on top and stuff like that cuz I think it just sets a, a cool mood. You need beautiful harmonies though. Need, mean, we don't really do it until the end do you, of the song. Uh-huh. You need a twin. I you need really a twin. Need, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
2: need a uh, slightly spunkier twin. Yeah.
3: And um I'm definitely the, the Tegan of this group mm-hmm. I need to argue. I think everybody is the Tegan, except <laughs> <laughs> maybe Frank. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bunch of Tegans.
2: That's
5: terrifying. Yeah, I yeah then they, they, there has to be a balance. There has to be a Sarah to balance everything out.
3: I feel like Joe Lanza might be our Sarah. Yeah, because he's like, just like vibing. <laughs> he's just vibing. Whatever, man. Yeah, <laughs> you should just change the name
2: to your band, uh, Rockies Cat and Nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, that is like one of the uh, Creative names that we're, we're like Applying to the band Our cat and the chap tours is one of them
4: And when we go on tour it will be called The chap tour
7: The of chapter Yeah basically it's like we're going to have
3: uh, It's going to be a picture of a uh, Of a superhero cat With an R on its chest and then four velociraptors, <laughs> and they're gonna just all look at each other with book wings. Yeah. That's
7: weird.
3: And they'll be wearing like uh, they'll be wearing like top hats and will be like top hats and monocles and stuff like that because they're they're chaps,
7: you know. Oh god! <laughs> wow. Or they'll be
3: wearing assless chaps. Either
7: Fingers one.
2: crossed. It's gonna be a slapstick band. Yeah. Um. That's
3: yeah. It. We. It's like my last name was just a constant. Me too, man. Yeah. Me too. Because it's like everybody wants to put the N before the T. It's like, look, man, I'm not a Chinese dialect. It's just... Mm. It's a thing that, that Ellis thing Island did, wow. like, come on, it's like, and then it's not even Zang. a real last name. Zang. Zang. People want to add vowels, where there are none. Wow. There are no vowels.
2: Yeah. There's no accent The first time I
5: saw it on these papers I was reading, and I I just stopped. If you gave a wall. Yeah. Hey, listen, like, I, I changed my last name, not legally, but as far as anyone else knows, it's <laughs> not really Wallace. Mine's not easy either. But it's easy to pronounce and, and read.
4: Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, wait. I can't even pronounce really, my last when name. When someone pronounces my name correctly in the first try, I, I can name the times it's happened. There's been like three. Wow. So it is exceedingly <coughs> rare. I change it every time. Day. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, there's flexibility.
2: I count and crow's hey. your name every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
5: First time I tried, ended like this.
4: <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So um, yeah. Let's let's, let's get you guys. Cool. Just um, play "Call It Off"
6: and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Then I'm saying. Um. Uh, all okay,
3: right, we're gonna play a song called "Stay." It's one of the songs on the thing you can download. It doesn't sound like this usually. Mm-hmm. And then we'll. I think after that, maybe we'll play "Long Gone" because it's the "Call It I Off" kind of. I play. Uh, yeah. It's it's, long gone. Uh, but um. So yeah, so this is uh, This song's called Stay It's about uh, liking people That you probably shouldn't like Because Of a number of reasons We're only healing. <laughs> this is a song called Stay Ready? Okay. One, two, three, four. I
6: think I said it all Before I got here How many how could I be underwater and keep myself from drowning? With the sun leaves that are pushing the right through my skin. Catching up with myself. A better man could be a better half. So many sleep down air Poison everything they have out of thought or care. I shouldn't speak. Or figure out. I'm a slave to my doubts. If I it off I can't stray it's to be enough I won't see it all before pretty soon you're out my door I won't see But never matter I'm the best for when you catch me after Cause I create-
5: I like that one best so far. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's that's Jay's favorite song of yours.
3: <laughs> I think it's a band favorite as well, actually. It's one of the most fun ones to play.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, for sure. It definitely brings me somewhere.
3: Well, and, you know, what's funny is, like, that's what... That song was the first one we did with Kevin, like, when the... His Let Me Run technically recorded it. Um. Technically speaking. Technically speaking, yeah. Um. But, you know, didn't really do anything with it. And I kept, like, when we started doing this project, I was like, man, like, I love those songs. Like, I really want to use them. And then somebody just kind of said to me, why don't you? And so I, like, sheepishly, like, hit up my bandmates and was like, hey, do you mind if I take this? And they're like, we don't
5: care. just going to take this.
3: Like, and they're like, go, do whatever you want to do. And so it was, like, it just, it was the idea behind that song was, like, I want a song that dips and rises and dips and rises. And, like, because that was another thing, was, like, why we worked with Kevin is, like, he gets that. Like, he gets, like, that kind of a dynamic. Like, he understands how to make it it's rise about, and fall. It's all about and, the ups and downs. Yeah, man. and I and I just wanted a song that had that kind of, like, quiet, loud, quiet, loud, mm-hmm. like, kind of grandiose feeling to it. And so Man, he
4: did a he did a wonderful job on the
3: record. Yeah, really, Kevin really... Especially with, like, the new stuff, Kevin, like, sent me one round of mixes. I had, I think, f- like, usually when you get, like, when somebody sends you mixes, you have, like, a whole sheet of notes of, like, I want this louder or this quieter. Or, like, let's include this or, like, cut, you know, just, like, little random shit. But Kevin sent me the first round of mixes and I had four notes. All, and, like, three of which were in, like, one song. Because it was the first one he sent me. And then he sent me a second round of mixes which were perfect, mm-hmm. and then when we sent it to the mastering engineer, he sent me back a, a sample, like one song, just to kind of be like, is this the track we want to get on, and like within the first try, the mastering engineer got it, so it's like, um, Dan Coutant mastered the record, and like, so between him and Kevin, it's like, just had two people just kill it, like immediately, like know what we were going for. Set it up for success. Yeah, it's just like, I was like, This has been the easiest recording, and to me, like it's the thing I'm most proud of sonically. I think it sounds great, and I think like, and you know, there is a there is a level of pride because like I played every instrument on it for the most part. Like Chris and Joe played guitar parts on it towards the end, which like was which made it so much better than it would have been had I just done everything by myself. And then Kevin, like, did some guest vocals, and we had, like, a couple of other people, like, throw some, like, background harmony, you know, background, like, yells and harmonies and stuff. But, you know, like, so I'm proud that, like, I did a lot of it on my own. It's your baby. But it's also, like, it (laughs) sounds really good. It sounds how I want it to sound. It's not, like, compromising in a way that I think it's lacking something, you know. That's good to, uh... Mm -hmm
2: could actually get what you want
3: yeah. from from it. I, I never do. I'm always like,
2: ah, it doesn't sound like what I wanted it to, but I like it anyway. Yeah, it's like, it's like
3: okay, we could have done this better. And you know what? I've had that experience of like, I don't think anybody will ever walk away from record being like, I'm 100% satisfied. I think this is the greatest thing ever. Right. Like there's like, there's tiny little things even with this that I'm like, you know, oh, I wish I could have gotten one better take of that or something. Like, you no, know, but but you walk away from it still and like, and you got to believe that you did the best you could. And with this one, I really truly think that I did my best for what I was going for. And it came out sounding, I was really happy with how it came out sounding. And I think like, I have never been more happy with something that I've been presenting to people or like getting ready to present to people. And so far, like the, the few people that I have shown stuff to outside of the band have been like really excited about it and have really enjoyed it. And, you know, like, I think it just bodes well for, like, what will come next. Because, like, that's, you know, that's the next step is, like, let's get into – let's, like, let's get into writing and working together and, and you know, getting these songs now that I'm starting to, to flesh out. Right. Let's get them in the room. You, and you seem very um,
2: excited about it. It's making me really excited. Well, I, I just, you know,
3: again, like, you spend two years dwindling shows down and, like, and waiting for other people. It's like, because Let Me Run, we had to wait for – you know the label, and we had to wait for this or that, or we had to see like what was going to happen with certain things. And you know what? Like, it sucked. It's like we like there was moments where we all wanted to go, and we were waiting on somebody else. And there was moments where like some of the guys in the band, you know, were were wiped. Like you know, this like the the spirit was just drained out. Mm-hmm. And it and, and I don't blame them one bit for it. But like, it sucks when like you're trying to do stuff and somebody wants to do something else. You know, it's like you know. No hard feelings. Like I love both of my bandmates like immensely, and I love the people that worked with us. Mm-hmm. You know, like that came in. You know, because we had our bass player leave like halfway through my tenure with the band, and you know, for basically medical reasons. You know, it's like he he really couldn't um, play bass anymore. It's yeah. um, unfortunate. Yeah, it, it is. You know, it's like it sucks because he was such a, a connecting force in the band. Like he yeah. helped us all like kind of like have fun together.
2: The Higgs boson. Yeah, <laughs>
3: um, but you know, like the people that came in and played. You know, in that spot, also, we're just great people and still friends. You know, we still all like hang out. We still all get to see each other and we love each other, I think, more now than we were like at the end of the band. Yeah, because there's less on each other's backs at this point. You're yeah. just, you know, your friends again. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, you know, it's, I love every moment that I had in that band. And, you know, but it did show me like what happens when you have to wait on certain things. Right. So as much as I still have to wait on certain things, like I can't press the record myself, I can't, you know, I don't have the, you know, I don't have the machine in the back of my house. like but to why not? You know, <laughs> I You know, one day, maybe. I was thinking
5: about doing that, like getting the, the necessary equipment to start doing that.
2: Yeah, man, it would be great. You can Key not leave. Room. Just never yeah. leave your house and just keep releasing right I mean, you, can, yeah. you can, I can. There's a lot of stuff that you can do
3: now <laughs> by yourself, obviously. It's like you can record and, you know, put stuff online and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, there's stuff that yeah. I am still waiting on other people to help me do things, you know, right. because I want the best thing I can put out. But it's also like, I'm not going. Oh well, let me give this record to somebody and shop it around and see what's going to happen. It's like no, like I'll put it out myself. That's you know I'll put it out with, with with and then when I got the opportunity to put it out with somebody else, it's like well now we get to put it out sooner right. and I get to work with good friends. Hey
2: man, and and the more you do that, the the less you're not waiting. And then if and if opportunity is going to come up, somebody wants to work with you. I mean that's all
3: just cherry. It's just yeah. like that's just like you know right on top. Right. It's like you know it's it's you know. What do labels and what do people who like are in more successful bands and, and people who have like the quote unquote power in the, the industry look for? They look to see that you're doing stuff. Right. You know, that's how I've always felt like, you know, I really like bands that are trying really hard and they're trying to do what they want to do and they love what they do. The first thing that turns me off from a band is when I feel like they could care less about they couldn't care less about being there. Exactly. And, you know, if like you feel if I get the vibe like you're just doing this to kill time that's fine if that's your motivation, right. but don't pretend like you're the next big thing yeah. if you're just doing this as a hobby it's like it's kind of insulting to the people who are really trying hard right um, so you know, the one thing I could say about this project is that you know I'm not 24 seven like you know on the computer like talking to people. It's like I have to take my breaks well, that's, too That's
2: part of it too. I mean you want it to. You want things to happen organically. Yeah. Sometimes if you're too, you know. But, you like, I know the future or the past with it. Yeah, know, but know. I
3: know that, like, at the very least, like, I'm setting plans up and I'm carrying them out. Right. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I didn't actually book this, so, like, we'll just wait another couple months or something. It's like, no. It's like I wanted a tour at the end of June, so I started booking it now. Like, it's like I started, you know, I wanted to have this record out as soon as possible. We're going to get out as soon as possible. You know, it's like. Can't wait, man. Yeah. There's not enough time. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we're going to play our call it off inspired kind of vibe. Uh, this is one of the songs that will be on the new record. Um, uh, it's called Long Gone. and uh, it's a, I won't ruin the surprise for the recorded version, but it kind of has a turn in it, which is cool.
6: Tell you a story that'll win you over. Be a fool for letting you go. So keep it on my shoulders. But how much time will I fucking waste while you're putting me in my place? do something to prove I'm brave Can this be over now? Someday I'll figure out That you were long gone, somewhere lost and alone All the worry scars across my heart, dying to conceal, they say you're long gone There isn't anyone Walking after me, such an awkward step to follow the same foolish whim I'm used to. frame I've carved, oh, 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 oh. So, fear I praise the preview. Where I'll swear I'm unafraid. And only words that might be betrayed I'll find stronger ones to say. Can this be over now? Someday I'll figure out that you were long gone alone, all the worried scars across my heart, dying to conceal. They say you're long gone. There isn't anyone walking after me. I've seen the last pop dream covering my lips, and my will to leave with a single spark. Can start falling back, but almost free. Can this be over now? Can this be over now? Can this be over now? Can this be over now?
0: Time. And I can still feel the heat burning under my feet Every day I'm trying to live right down to my sweetheart And my family too As these days move faster, I serve no master Well, this I know is true, cause I was born in the morning
5: Fear (laughs) Dead air And then the song Comes back on It was a hidden track Sorry Vinnie Death
2: It was the hidden track Off his album That was uh, That was Maloko Plus That was our good buddy Vinnie Death With Hold My Keys I'm Going In Before that We had City Limits With Writing Fiction And they'll be playing April 3rd At In the West In New Brunswick 7pm Donations are welcome They'll be playing With The Great Explainer American Alliance Broadcaster and the Sex Snobs, and before that we had Brian McGee with Born in the Morning, and he's playing Friday, twenty seventh at the Wonder Bar in Asbury Park. That's twenty one plus seven thirty, five dollars at the store He's playing with Doug Zambon Colton Kaser, Renee Maskin, and a bunch more artists. That's like an all day thing, I guess. Yeah. Well, it says seven thirty. I
5: think it's Asbury Unplugged, something like that. Yeah. Cool. Dark City Entertainment, yo. Dark City. And this is Did Fargo. Get... But then... <laughs> this,
2: is, this is Fargo right now we're listening yeah. to? Oh, yeah? Is it reasonable?
5: It certainly is, Margie. <laughs> Margie rules.
2: Uh, Jay loves his Fargo. Don't know him.
5: Can't vouch for him.
2: We're here with uh, Rocky, his cat, his niece, and Chris <laughs> Hey, uh. Hey
3: Hey. Uh. <laughs> Do you guys
2: want to play a cover, a bitchin' cover? I hear you guys play a
3: bitchin' cover. I mean, I think we might... Uh, Bust it out after the next. Uh, okay, break. yeah.
4: Actually, that makes sense because he has to tune down for the tuned, cover, and yeah. we have to tune down to for do that. The last song. The right. last, Yeah. So. So
3: and if probably. I can, will have to remember the lyrics too. Maybe. Yeah.
4: Maybe pull it up in your phone.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up in my phone. Alright, we can. I mean,
2: we can wait for that. I, I guess. mean, this is the wait for the main event.
3: It's it's gonna be
7: <laughs> well worth it. <laughs>
2: You're crazy at guitar. Mm-hmm.
5: Shut up. <laughs> See, that's Just stop it. somebody you can't take a compliment. It's, it's
3: why I <laughs> fucking so, so was so humble. stoked that he wanted to be in a band. <laughs> like, I asked Joe because he was like, because Joe would not know otherwise. And he's in a, a band already. But like, I asked Joe, and I would have asked Chris too. Like. Because it's like oh, I'll just get guitarists that are way better than me, and that way I don't have to do really anything. Yeah, I could just sing. I can break my guitar halfway through my set. Yeah, uh, uh,
4: but I get yeah. Well, when I messaged you about being a, being in being A band, you thought I was still Living in the Oaks. Yeah, and that's what, and that's what that's what made you apprehensive.
2: We well, have all those instrumental albums that are just like
4: yeah, but those are for like. I mean, they're 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 for fun. They're for film soundtracks. Soundtrack. Those, those I are for film soundtrack. soundtrack. Actually, oh man, that's one of my dreams. If I could score like a video game, or a film, I me mean, really a video game. If I could score a video game, I. Yeah. That other than like being in a band and like creating music and doing what we're doing, like as like other goals, life goals, scoring something. Scoring it. I have to do something like that before. Yeah.
2: I know. I mean, we we've, we've played your songs. Mm. on the show before, but um, Mm -hmm. before we wrap the night up, I think uh, we're going to have to uh, play one. Okay. Can I choose it? Yeah, of your choice. Yes. Awesome. (laughs)
6: Uh, But uh,
2: until then, uh, you guys, please continue to do your your thing.
3: Okay. Um, This song is called Sun Goes Down. It's the the title track, I guess you could say, off of the the three-song thing we put online. Um, it will also be in physical form on the record as, like, a bonus track for, like, the vinyl. Cool. Um, and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did this one. This is the only mm-hmm. song I didn't do of this... What's gonna be released in the summer. It's the only one I didn't do with Kevin. Um, I did it with Eric Romero from Dolly's. Awesome. Um, yeah. um, at um, at, at uh, Lake... At House. No. Lake House uh, is, like, a beautiful studio, and I would love to record there, but... It is like, especially self-funding and funding by myself, right. like, um, like without realistic... the friend, without the without the help of bandmates or anything like that. It was like, I cannot afford like a six hundred to thousand dollar day. because Undep- like, a bunch of studios, right. that's the range. It's like right. six hundred dollars a day, a thousand dollars a day,
2: and they do really good
3: work. Yeah, and like Lakehouse, I think, is within that, like closer to <clears throat> a, closer to a grand a day. Um, and it's like we would have needed two days. So it's like I'd be spending to what really my, and then yeah, to... what really was my budget for the record or for like the whole like project would be shot in two days, you know, for one song. Wow, and uh, so we did some of the tracking at this like student uh, studio at Drexel University. There it is. Um, I think the Scandals did like uh, the ride on the dance floor, like seven inch. They did it there. Oh really? Yeah. So like it, it it was um it was funny because like I saw like a JH like, carved into the, like, to this, like, post that was in the studio. And I was, like, took a picture. I was, like, was this you? I said to Jared, and he's, like, oh, yeah, we recorded there. I was, like, okay, good did, to know. Did you make a heart and then an R.C.? Uh, no. I, I, our, our love is not meant to be just in Drexel. It's meant to be out there yeah. in the world. Right. Um, no, Jared is a really awesome friend, and um, he actually did the artwork for the Sun Goes Down single. Um, I didn't know he did art yeah yeah Um, he he actually he did he does a lot of the flyers for the court Um, he does uh, behind the scenes you know he did you know he does art for bands when they need it or when like they ask him to and he's lamented to me how much he hates doing layouts because 99% of the time that he's ever done one like it's somebody calling and be like okay so I have this layout I need done and it needs to be done by tomorrow need a turtle like -hmm. and then like they're just, they're like I can't pay you, but like, I will <laughs> like, you know, and so he fe- and it's always like a friend. and He feels yeah. bad or whatever. By the way, can I get some buttons too? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's like I'll, I need this all by tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, so um, but Eric did this track. We did it half at Drexel. We did it at the rest, like the the last bit of like electric guitars, and we did the vocals at his house, just like singing in his living room. Um, but it came out came out great. Like Eric's an awesome dude. I would love to do more stuff with him. Um, I obviously, honestly, like I said it from the beginning too, that if I could afford to, you know, book time at Lake house and have Kevin and Eric work together and do a record or do something like with the two of them producing and, and just bang it out in a great studio like that, I would, that would be the first thing I'd do. It'd be like, everybody take off, do we're taking a week. We're going into Lake House. We're gonna just going to bang this magic. out. Yeah. <laughs> like Let's bring on the magic. Um, so yeah. So this song's called Sun Goes Down.
6: Cool. Would it be a sin If I gave it up And took everything That I was told to love And I played the games that were asking me while believing with my whole heart that I was sound asleep. Now, my currency of minutes has been wasted on a diet of defeat until the crown will oh, leave it be. But why am I? Why am I warmer when the sun goes down? Why am I? Why am I warmer when the sun goes down? All the circumstance That has served me well Well, it keeps falling short Of what I'd hoped to sell but surprises take hold And they envelop you When the time has come And I show up I'll be enveloped too So tired of the noise Outside my mind I could never see it coming Even if I tried It's hurt too much To try To try But why am I Why am I warmer when the sun goes down? Why am I? Why am I warmer when the sun goes down? And I can't hear you breathing when you're quiet as a mouse Why am I? Why am I warmer when the sun goes down? failed attempts to, to repeat a reformation and to be in time but I'm fine I swear to God I'm fine with all the lies somehow I swear I'm fine why am I why am I warm when the sun why am I Why am I wanna why
2: I've realized I've heard you play most of these songs. Like every now and again, mm-hmm. like uh, like scattered, but yeah, you know, yeah, well, I don't know whether it be in um in in the house of somebody we know or you know what a bar way too late, yeah, bar you work at the bar too late. I work <laughs> <too> at, <late>. yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's it's like I said, it's just like as soon as Let Me Know was done, it was like okay, what ideas did the man not like? which is like a couple of the songs we played tonight, you know? It's like, you know, we, we, I brought them to the band and they were just like, I don't know. And then part of it was like, all right, you know, what's, what's left? Um, you know, and like, do you have new ideas? Yeah. And it just started happening where it's like, all right, well, I have this thing or I have this little bit. And, and like, I started, I guess part of it's like workshopping and just kind of being like, all right, I want to play this in front of people. Do I feel good playing this in front of people? Um, better and I and that's the thing is like I love playing these songs I love like getting the reaction from people and, and you know it was cool because like before the band really like got into place and I played like a one off like solo thing it was um like one of the people I work with one of the friends you know that I, I work with it's like he kind of was like oh man I love that song you gonna play that song tonight and I'm like this is not even released like nobody knows it but one person's like stoked about it, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, okay, cool, we're on a, we're on the right track. And like at our last full band show, some like I kind of gave like a little like anecdote before one of the songs, like we played it earlier, that misconnection song. And it's like, kind of was like, yeah, you know, do you ever feel like you want your ex back, but then you realize, oh no, I just want to get laid. I was just kind of like making it kind of simplistic <laughs> and stupid. And this. Dude comes up to me and he's like, "That's exactly how he, I feel he's like, all the time." He's like, I, he literally <laughs> said to me, "He's like, I came to this show expecting to see some good music, but I didn't realize I would also like get a lesson out of this." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Dude, seriously, like this whole last week, I've been like really missing missing my ex girlfriend and like just and just feeling like shit and." I realized, like, as soon as you said that, that it was just, nope, you just, I just want somebody, I just want somebody around, I just want the comfort, right. it has nothing to do with her, she fucking sucks or whatever, you know, it's like, but. And then you were like, I'm sorry, man, I was just kidding, you should probably call her. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, damn it. <laughs>
2: just, that's how you really mind fuck them.
3: What was just funny. I was like, but that made me feel like, like here we kidding. go. That like, song's about my cat, I'm just totally kidding.
5: <laughs> it was like it was like there we
3: go. Somebody like somebody gets something out of it, and that's what I'm going for. You know. Yeah. That's that's perfect, man. It's a, you know that's it, though. That's what you're in, in it for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't. can take myself seriously when I, when this song's on. Yeah, be kidding me. Why not? Well, for one, I'm myself, and um.
7: Who am I though?
2: though? What? What? I mean. Here, you you just you play it. What? You, you, I don't know. He just do
4: plays it. over everything. It's great. Oh, and play your background music. <laughs> I can do that.
3: Chris basically does that to life, <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> Sound, and I'm soundtrack. The thing is, is that like if I'm playing behind someone, I'm just always like, yeah, you should like, just like, you should get a Kickstarter, which so is can... great.
4: But I think it's <laughs> from years of listening to Brian Setzer. It's like, how can I take this two chord progression? and at, make it a 12-chord progression yeah, exactly. and still have it be the same thick. You know, yeah. <laughs> you,
2: should, you should do a Kickstarter and be like, um, for for $300, uh, Chris, will Chris, make, Chris will follow you around for a full day and play music to your life. <laughs>
3: yeah. Man, that's a good incentive. Oh, and man. Scoring a person. I'd
4: take that gig. He'll
2: work a, a little It's constant work. Mustache.
4: It's constant yeah, work. If you, it's that, guaranteed like, well, work.
3: And we'd give... We'd give a hundred of that dollars to Chris to, to follow somebody around for a full day <laughs> and then put $200 into the whatever fund we were actually trying to... Do. So it's totally worthwhile. All you got to do is ask, man. Seriously.
7: Here, let's do another one. All
3: right. So are we, are we doing our bitch and cover or are we doing our original... Let's do our
4: ridge. Okay. Yeah, we'll do an ridge and then we'll... Because I have to tune back down to do... Uh, cover. Oh, tune back
3: up. Okay. Or to, yeah, yeah, tune back up. Okay, so this song is called Steal and it's going to be on the record... Um, we actually recorded a few different acoustic versions of songs that we have, um, which were like ideas of like, oh, maybe we'll incorporate this as bonus stuff for the record, and then just kind of got to the point where we're like, oh, well, to make the record work the best, it's like, we don't need them. So these will probably, like, the acoustic versions will probably surface at some point, you know, as like a bonus thing, or we'll put it on bandcamp or something like that, but Perfect. this is one of the ones where it's like, oh, we actually kind of like, I kind of sat down and was like, let's make this kind of different from how it sounds on the record, you know? Good. So this still.
6: a give it a try, can I wander off? I should recognize the signs before their patterns. I could trust a lie, something full of thought. And the sacred back is all that matters Distance never makes the sound Of a faulty, breaking body less than loud. They keep stealing from me But I won't do anything If the world would stop Then I could unlock the pieces that you need You can come out strong And you'll hide it well But the rain is here It's named your benefactor I might have told you once and yet I don't know it now I keep coming back To fix the broken actor my reasons are so perfect and now they keep stealing from me but i won't do anything if the world would stop then i could unlock the pieces that you need they keep stealing from me but i won't do anything The world would stop And I could unlock The pieces that you
0: need That you need
6: Take all Your wasted Traits And take them from
2: that little breakdown oh (laughs) that's cool man
3: what's funny because like that breakdown like is specific to the acoustic version like just the way that's played yeah because like the the real version's like but like the real version is like Foo Fighters Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah nice
4: nice
2: all right, we're gonna pl- we're gonna have a- another little break, and then we'll come back, and we'll um, hopefully hear a bitchin' cover. Yeah,
3: it's it's fair warning. The bitchin' cover will only be bitchin' to like Chris and myself, and and like and <laughs> a handful of... and a handful of other people. Everyone else is gonna be like, this is where I turn this off. <laughs> it's like when I go when I go to
2: karaoke and do Tiny Tim. Oh man! <laughs> All right, this is uh, this is Reese Vad Riper with uh, Whiskey Queen. Thank <laughs> you. Closer by Chris aunt
0: What? That's me. That's, that's this guy right here.
2: <laughs> and that's what I was saying before, and I want to talk about that song in a moment and everything that you do. But um, before, I, I just got to squeeze in this plug. Uh, before that was Vasudeva, right? Is that how you say it? Vasudeva. So Vasudeva, good. Vasudeva so good. with Ritual. Uh, they'll be playing April 25th, Saturday, April 25th at the Pad, New Brunswick. It's $5 at the door at 8 p.m. BYOB. It's Vasudeva. Vasudeva. Weiss fires motion in El Americano. And... Before that we had Matthew William Charles with Rome and he'll be playing uh Thursday April 2nd at the Mill Hill basement in Trenton New Jersey 21 plus 9 p.m. with Logan Carpenter Connor Troy, and Dim from An so that should be cool I guess he's playing solo and uh what do we have before that Whiskey Queen by Reese Van Riper he'll, be, he'll he will be playing tomorrow um actually he'll also be playing uh April third at the Pussy Pad with uh, Sistine, franchise in Morning Sunlight. That's also five dollars the door. BYOB. And uh, yeah, th- what's uh, what? It's like we were saying. It's like video game music. It's,
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like very Mega Man inspired, Castlevania inspired, <laughs> um, and say, and inside. Paca de Lucia inspired.
3: I just like yeah, absolutely. And I hear yeah. those
4: as melodies in video games, but I yeah. It's like, cut, um, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. You're exactly right. <laughs> and all, all those like classical stylings. And it's, it's for better or for worse, been an influence on my playing. So making records like that is fun. It's a way to stay creative. It's funny. All those apples are basically all about the same thing. They just have four completely different tones.
7: Yeah.
4: Um, and they're really fun to do. Uh, my buddy, Keenan Gaynor, helps me out with them. They wouldn't exist without him. He's, he's, he does a, a great job on those, so...
2: Thank you, Keenan. That particular uh, was on Caramel Apple. hmm it's and the those, most recent one. The su- is that more of the sweeter songs, or...?
4: That's more like, um... I call that one the Tex-Mex album. The Tex-Mex? Um, because there's, like... Yeah, there's kind of, like... I Mexican took, like, a couple, of like, classic song forms, like, western and blues st- song forms, and just put my own spin on them. Rotten Apple is the... That's when I was really... The, the, the Castlevania-inspired one. It's actually a... a I call it a, you can call it a concept album about Dracula, it's a, I, when I did Rotten Apple it was about Dracula um, trying to fit in with the rest of the world, <laughs> going to work and being a person, and, assuming, assuming he doesn't get melted, you know, by, by son, right. um, going to work and trying to fit in with the rest of the Just world, trying to I mean, sneak the toll blood. it takes on his life because, yeah. you know, he wants to eat people, We'll eat their, you know. <laughs> right. um, just but, like sneaking
2: yeah. it. He brings it in like a like a coffee yeah, like mug. Exactly. Like, like when he, he shows drink. up to work with his
4: thermos, it's <laughs> still blood from the, the last night, you know last night's prowlings, but they all yeah. think he's a closet drunk.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile Sorry. he's a vampire. Dude, what's that red stuff you keep burning stuff? Don't worry about it. Is
7: that
5: Jägermeister, man? And those were all in Bandcamp, right? They're all in Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my
4: name. It used to be uh the name of the project used to be dry wheat toast. And I changed it to my name because I decided to Stop being a wussy and start owning my music with my, my actual name. Um, Chris,
5: dot com. That's
4: correct. Um, That's they're all free. For folks? They're all free. Um, yeah, just fun little things that I do to keep the gears turning in my brain.
2: I think it's amazing. Thank I, you. Um, it's,
4: pff, it's a little lofty, but thank you. <laughs> very, I appreciate it very much. Very humble. Very
7: humble.
2: <laughs> um, it's hard to find good musicians that are humble these days. <clears throat> like me, I'm I'm super humble. I'm also really good at a lot of stuff. And, uh, attractive and um, best looking guy in the room. Yeah, and, and in all the other rooms. My hair and looks uh, better and when all in all the other room. rooms. <laughs> my hair looks really good when I don't shower. Yes. So, uh, so sometimes I don't. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I
4: don't. And it still smells
7: awesome.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so so that uh, the and Bitching cover that's gonna clear the room.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm not gonna say what it is, cause if you listen, uh, cause, okay, like I said, a few people really think it's cool or like it. Some people are just gonna be like, "Fuck this shit." This is where I turn things off. <laughs> and the reason I'm not going to say what it is is because I want to feel like there's like a certain like portion of people who have never heard the song before. There probably is because they're of, because of their distaste for who who made it. Mm. Um, I've never heard it before I'm sure so like those people I want them to like be like oh it's not so like this is a kind of a cool song and then be like find out who sings it and I be can't like can't do it can't yeah can't do it <laughs> um, <laughs> we, have, oh man, we have I can't
1: read it there's no there's no words
3: on it there's no words on it <laughs> um, we we have like a, a certain goal if we can convince uh, Frank bassist to to succumb to it because we keep jamming it at practice and every time we With no, like, actual preparation, we just kind of throw it. Like, we'll just start playing, and we just kind of go with it. And each time it gets a little better. It gets a little bit better. So um, the goal is to, like, wear down his defenses on it and, like, have (laughs) it eventually be a live band. Oh, we're doing it. Because the whole thing is not, it. I wanted to make it, like, a very, like, rockin', like, heavy song.
5: Be careful with that, though, because Joe and I used to be in a band, and two of the members would would do the same thing. They kind of just trail off into some other song to the point where we would leave. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, the thing
3: was, like, we're all ganging up on Frank at this point because like, <laughs> Joe, Chris, and myself like are actively trying to make this happen. Well, he can pick the next cover. Yeah, you know, I think uh, he wants be... to do like a Warren Zevon song, which I'm like, that's cool. Dude, right? I'll,
4: I, I, nope. Just every, every I
2: Every time he, uh, you start playing it and like he he makes he rolls his eyes or makes a face, just just put this on. Get
3: <laughs> well, we just remind him that he has a 311 tattoo And that just shuts him up <laughs> It's terrible I mean, of you, of you to say
4: that That's
7: terrible I, I love 311
4: Everyone gives him shit about
3: it Everyone so. gives them shit about it But it's like It's like Because the point is, though, is that We all have a band Or, like, bands that we think are awesome Or we really enjoy Or something that we really enjoy That somebody else is like That is the good
1: stuff ever Yeah
3: And it's like it's like, first of all, nothing wrong with being the gayest stuff ever. It's probably awesome, mm-hmm. it's the gayest thing ever. He stinks, and I don't like him. <laughs> you're going to tell that.
5: Um, Sorry. You're talking <laughs> to me with my guar mask and guar tattoo. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm sure people
4: think Megadeth is lame, but, you yeah. know what? Screw you.
5: I have a, I have a tattoo. the reason I started playing guitar. Exactly. I have a, I have a, like t- a tattoo from a later Megadeth album on my back. I, dude, Which one? The Scorpion. Dude, give me some, oh. give me some Megadeth.
2: It's awesome. Give us some of that. That's none that's in here. That's my other iTunes. No, I'm, I'm talking to
7: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you take a mortal man <laughs> and
4: <laughs> your laugh screwed me up. <laughs> I
3: can't help it when you're like halfway to laughter on your own and just like. Uh, yeah, that's, hello me. That's so meet funny. the real
1: me.
7: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry.
1: <laughs> hello me. Meet the real me. In my misfits way of life, something past is mine. <laughs> Most valued possession.
2: Do it in um Do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it with uh. Do it with Dracula's voice. <laughs> in my misfits <misery> <laughs> way of life. <laughs>
3: Uh, Did you know that Bela Lugosi, who coined that accent for that character, really, in the, like, Universal film, he, mm -hmm. like, spoke no English except for his lines. Like, he didn't know how to speak English aside from what, like, was in the movie or in the play when it was the play before it. Right. So, like, they're just, like, that's why it came across so striking or that's why his performance was what it was because he was just literally, like, saying sounds, (laughs) like, in his head. You know, he's, like you know there's like work with the other actors it's like so yeah Bella's it's like no no speaking no, no. it's like it's like i want to suck your blood it's like it's like okay you know that but you don't know hello or thank you or <laughs> it's like that's what i just picture in my head is someone being like i'm getting really pissed off
5: at this dude i gave him bagel he didn't say thank you <laughs> it's like because a- he only knows i want to suck your blood he doesn't doesn't get it is there any better than daniel day lewis being lincoln for like three months straight around him like
3: Dude, I would love to be in like our like my ex girlfriend saw was in Richmond when they were like re- like filming that movie and saw Daniel Day Lewis in full Lincoln oh. get up basically like just walking down the street because he's just like because he doesn't live yeah. yeah so it's just like him like in I don't know necessarily in Lincoln dress but like as Lincoln like walking down the street and she's just like I kind of wanted to say hi like
5: how do you say like, hi to the like, president how you, yeah
3: exactly it's like I'd be like Mr. President I appreciate what you've
7: done <laughs>
5: Man, it's a piece proclamation, yo.
7: Oh,
3: that's amazing. Um, right. Okay, so yeah, so I guess we'll play this, this bitchin' cover. This bitchin' cover. Um. <laughs> um all
4: right. So hey, yeah. this song needs no introduction. It does need no introduction. Dive right in.
6: nothing what she thinks
3: Because <laughs> we've never actually known all the words. Does it
2: rhyme with brave at sand? <laughs> yes, it does. I have no
4: idea who it is. <laughs>
2: that, was, that was really good.
6: Yeah, um, yeah it's so it's yes, like. So okay, I just want to
4: say if anyone doesn't know what that was and you liked it, you like a Dave Matthews song. Yeah. <laughs> you like a Dave
3: Matthews band song.
5: I mean, I'm leaving it off like the notes of the podcast so if people have yes. to come across it and discover nasty like covered. we all did.
3: Yeah, no, you gotta you gotta go through it to get to the to the reveal. Right? Yeah. If you don't know it already, you have to wait until this point in the podcast to find out you like Dave Matthews. You, you know what like, historic, <laughs> historically like a I was off hippie
5: <laughs> I was never a big fan historically, but like I don't know. I like Seattle. So anything from Seattle, I kind of just.
6: Well, you know what's funny?
3: It's like. Give
5: the old thumbs up. <clears throat>
3: I love
2: Suicide. It's from Seattle. Like yeah, I mean, I'm I, sorry. I personally like.
3: <laughs> Brought it there. I just love like great songs, like that's a great song to me. Like that song kicks ass, and it's just like it has good melodies. It's like it's a f- it's fucking it's a Peter Gabriel song. So like it, uh, essentially because like and it took me way too long side note to figure out that that's what that what Dave Matthews was just trying to do was to make Peter Gabriel records because <laughs> that's literally what he's doing is trying terrific to,
4: yeah it is terrific it god, is
3: terrific god damn it but he like so it took me way longer than it should have to figure that one out and then when I did and it just all fell into place I was so much like happier with it like and again, like, I can appreciate that. That dude, yeah, it's like, it's considered, like, college rock jam band music. But you know what? Like, I could still right. Fucking... A good song is a, a good, good song. song and, right. like, captivate me at least for, like, two minutes. And, like... He's the truth. He's the truth, man. God, his band is... So- Stupid. His band is stupid good. Oh, oh not... man, it's just stupid. that's the thing. It's like people are like, "Well, would you like fish?" It's like, "No, I don't like fish." You no, know why? Because their drummer wears a muumuu, and they go on for nothing. Like it's like it's twenty minutes of noodle fest where right. it goes nowhere, and the song is BS. Like that's how I feel about fish. Sorry, world. <laughs> <laughs> I like
2: um, I like salmon, but anything other than that, I, don't I know, know it's yeah. like
3: you give me a strong tilapia, mm-hmm, but that yeah. Vermont fish. Ah, he tuna. Always a you crap pleaser. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like we, I, so we just started playing it at practice and Frank just like, fuck Dave Matthews, I hate Dave Matthews. It's like, but listen to this song. And I was like, I literally had to just look him in the eye like three well, times hey, be listen, like, when he was hear me that, out. When he's like, doing
4: the groove, like, he's like, all right, that's a good groove. Like yeah. he'll admit
3: it. Yeah. Cause it's fun. Um, but yeah, like I never really remember the words because I never like actually stuck. Like I get, if it takes me like a, an hour, like if I like have an hour, Half hour to an hour, and just like sit there with the lyrics and like listen to the song a bunch of times. And like, I can figure it, it'll be done. It'll be so done. Until you have to play it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like, we're good. And it's like, we're good. But like, with this song, like, I never look at the, like, I just like kind of well, fart yeah. through it all yeah, every time. I just,
4: like, I just know the chords. And I hadn't played it when we yeah. started playing it, but I still played the whole song correctly the first time we rehearsed it, just because I know the song that well. Yeah, exactly. Well, you the, know, I just heard it so of many times. Yeah. It's, it's part yeah. Of that little.
7: yeah, if it
3: was any more complicated, like, no yeah. way. Right. Also, like in the Dave Matthews canon, if anyone has not listened, if you've now like if you've broken your cherry and you're like, <laughs> okay, I could try and give this a shot. There's a song on I want to say Every Day. Is it Fool to Think? Yes, it is Fool to Think. Yes, that's the was... best on the best like mystery Dave Matthews song that no one knows and it's yeah. totally awesome. It's because it's like it's Every Day was like he went more electric guitar on this he really record, did. Wow. and so it was like this whole song's like. It's like weird time signatures and like, like palm beauty riffs and like it's just a deck. weird groove. But like, it was just super cool. It's like prog rock. It was like fucking awesome. Like... He, yeah, like he's, that kind of thing. He has yeah. many sides so to
2: him. I mean, he's he's kind of dark. He, like, yeah, he, he's written some fucking of the darkest his,
3: songs. the right? digger. Record? Yeah.
6: yeah. <laughs> He's, he's pretty dark. dark. He's, yeah, he's pretty dark. He's wearing a suit with sneakers.
7: He's crazy!
3: That's <laughs> a Patton Oswalt reference. Too. Yeah. It's a Billy Joel reference. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Billy Joel, Phil Collins, any guy who wore sneakers with a suit on.
5: David Letterman. Aaron David Neville. Letterman. Oversized. Blizzard. Aaron Neville
3: has a fucking cross tattooed on his face. I don't care what you think. Dude's out of his mind. Don't know much. One of the greatest ballad songs ever. But like dude's
2: crazy yeah but he but he told you he was gonna do that in like every one of his songs
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: you just never knew you couldn't understand
5: <laughs> just, <laughs>
3: uh, uh, so yeah no so, um, it's, it's it's fun to, to bust that stuff out it's like because I I think also we just had a, a policy with covers too where it's like in Let Me Run we talked about like oh we should do this like Jawbreaker song or something like that I'm like but that's just like us like it's a song that like yeah, for all intents and purposes, like we could write and play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of want to like when it comes to covers, like do songs that aren't necessarily in our wheelhouse and have a lot more room to like make them ours. Yeah, like Africa or something. Yeah, like <laughs> Africa. Uh, you guys
5: know Tommy Gun? Yeah. Like Mace Montana. His question was, "What band? What song won't your band let you cover?" Yeah, and, and we'll do it with Mace and, Montana. And, and I think actually, genius. we're still supposed to do
3: Africa with Mace Montana. Like yeah. me and Tommy are supposed to do Africa. We're supposed <clears throat> to be doing this for a long time now, and we just haven't. I want to do um, Mother, Mother with Mace Montana. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good, that's a that's a
2: fucking track right there. Right. I mean, that song is freaking. Exactly what it is until it just isn't.
3: Yeah, and then it just goes. Well, that's there's a a Laura Stevenson song that I brought to the band, being like, we should cover this song because it's like it's just an acoustic guitar song, you know, like literally like it sounded like they recorded it once, like in a room with her just playing because it's all like kind of sloppy guitar picky, like you know, Um, it it sounds live, and it's like I hear, but I hear it as like, oh, we could make this a full band song and like pick it up and like you know, make it this upbeat kind of thing, and I'm like, but. Why I want to do it if I was like, oh, here's this Laura Stevenson song that sounds like a song we could write, right? You know, it's like this is a song that, like, yeah, I could write, I, I could do, like, obviously I can write an acoustic guitar song, right? But like, I want to take it and do something weird with it, you know? Obviously, I'm not a lady.
2: Well, you don't want to no. hear, you don't want to, you don't want to like sound like something and then play something that you sound like. People yeah. are gonna be
3: like, I always knew they sounded like them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're trying to get away with something right. over here. Exactly. Right? We're <laughs> trying to show that we're like actually thinking about it and doing something that like is still creative you know like I don't like the idea of like you know I think there's a place and a time to do like verbatim sh- verbatim <laughs> covers like I've done plenty of cover sets to want to wanna do like everything like to the book like mm-hmm. on the you know it's like like we're doing it by the book like when we did the Jimmy Eat World set even I was like alright I'm gonna play my Telecaster because he plays a Telecaster and I'm gonna like dress a certain way and like we're gonna switch off in this point and like do the- well, we're, gonna, we're gonna even do the part that they do live like you know, mm-hmm. in Sweetness, they always do that, like, breakdown parts parts. like, we're doing that, that's too. gotta own it. You know, and, it's like... And that's
4: why I am in the process of convincing... If we do a, ever do a Halloween cover show, and I sent this text to the band a few days ago, I want to be Megadeth.
7: Mm. It, we is... can do
4: it. You pick... But listen, we pick the slower, plotting songs. I'll sing them. Rocky doesn't have to sing them with a strange voice. His what do you mean? Mm-hmm. So
8: what do you believe... mean, Adam?
4: You're like, come on, I can do <laughs> it.
3: No problem. <laughs> no problem. I also told the band that, like, I would most likely have to sit out for this one because I'm not that good. No, you
4: don't. That's not true. We only need two guitars. You can't play this. You can't play. Uh,
3: That's. Come on. You'd have to show me every part. I will show you every part. All right. you got to learn yourself. this This is on the table. There's also, like, Rothenbeck and myself, Eric from Darcy, my roommate, Brett, and a mystery guitar player, basically, at this point have all talked about um, doing a Counting Crows set where all I have to do is sing, and I'm like, that's the easiest cover set for me to do. It's like, I know the words. We're ready to go. And it was like, it's an excuse to get Rothenbeck to play drums again. And I'll do, I'll do a Black Crow set,
5: uh-huh. and, we'll, and we'll make it the Battle of the Crows. Battle of the Crows. Battle of the
7: crows.
5: <laughs> I suggested that uh, Galupo Rothenbeck... Tommy Gunn and Jared Hart do The Highwaymen. <laughs> Fell in deaf ears. <laughs> well, Joe liked the idea of it, but... I
2: like it. it I, it's just, we can't figure out who's gonna be who. Yeah. I mean, I think Rothenbeck should be Chris Christopherson. Because, like, that's the, the weird part of the song. Yeah. Where, the, where, like, the bodies... In the music video, the bodies falling down the dam.
7: does. <laughs> It'd be perfect. What do you got? Uh-huh. Oh, I see.
9: Oh, it was
5: awesome. oh yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> not crazy.
3: I feel like he's trying to sell me breakfast cereal or something. Should we oh God, he's can the we best. just cover the, the, the theme song for a crossfire? <laughs>
0: crossfire
3: <laughs> See Okay, You'll get
0: caught up in in love! love. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's the thing. That's... I... Okay, so I realized, again, way late to the game on this one, that they were saying, crossfire, you'll get caught up in the crossfire. Mm -hmm. I thought for a long time that they were saying, you'll get caught up in love. (laughs) Like...
6: You See? get caught up in
3: love, because every at that point, like when I was a kid, I was like, every song's about love. <laughs> so I'm gonna get caught up in love. Crossfire. Like,
6: we do on Sorry, I fucking love that song. <laughs> they're all the
2: same
7: song. Yeah, they're all the same I'm sure yeah. you've heard
5: this one before. Hold on, hold on. version.
7: A Spanish version. Oh,
5: it's. Look at this guy. Wow. This is a great song? Great <laughs> album. Oh, man! I'm sorry. I get. I, I haven't talked about Megadeth in, in a, a lifetime. This also, is actually really cool. I also for me. really
3: appreciate now that I'm looking at the screen that the the art for this. Uh, Paranoid Android like bed is the versus. cover of versus.
5: Yeah. yeah. Because one song I used for uh, a bed was off versus and then it just kinda just that was the only thing that had out album artwork, work, so it right. just spread across the Everything of the virus.
2: Nice. I just realized we're pushing we're pushing two hours and forty minutes. Oh, Holy boy. Shit. of live broadcast. Of oh. live
4: broadcast. If if you're if you've been listening the whole time, God bless you. God, God bless, man. You. We
2: do, we do have listeners that have been here the whole time. That's awesome.
4: That is. Thank you. Good for
2: you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry
3: for everything. Sorry <laughs> about nothing. I'm
4: sorry her. about absolutely nothing, including yeah. my two seconds of Davey Stain Banner, and our Dave Matthews cover. All the Daves. <laughs> All the Daves. No, that's that's I what they're that,
5: that Made death, in years this is
4: so fun. Oh <laughs> man, I will, will talk your ear off, man. I'm that's going. So on, um,
5: there's a there's a podcast. That, that's happening down in South Jersey Called The Great Albums Where you're basically just talking about your favorite album mm-hmm. um, I'm going on there, I think, April 19th To talk about verses Oh, awesome good record. So that's gonna, that's gonna be a good one Tune in oh. for that It's uh, Bill from Small Planet Radio Somebody else from the Paper Jets, I think right? yeah. should, should Podcast, be a, man should be It's the future Podcast
2: is niche but, you know It's cool this. it's actually it's growing a little bit I mean people are really really getting into the podcast thing and now there's like video podcasts which is like Kind of strange to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll do it soon. We'll be those guys. Yeah, man. We, we do chat roulette sometimes, and people mm-hmm. are just like, what's going on? And then in the occasional wiener. You know. Occasional wiener. Mean, occasional
6: can't, wiener.
3: You can't escape
5: it. It happens. <laughs>
3: occasional wiener is going to be one of the songs on the new record. It should. You should it's, wait it's, for your it's, sh- it's, sh- occasional sh- wiener.
5: It's a sequel to a detachable penis. You should wait yeah. for <laughs> your EP. Yeah. Very yeah. I forgot about
4: that song, though. Wow.
3: Play. Uh, occasional wiener. Also, um... Extended. I had a... I said a, I said this phrase the other day, insidious fibs. <laughs> and I think that's just a fun thing <laughs> to sad. say. Um, I think you've got an insidious fib. And then we're just going to steal all of Danielle's, like, puns. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, you know, like, we were driving back from Atlantic City and our new friend Danielle was like, you know, like, what really makes me angry is when people don't, like, take full advantage of a pun. Like... <laughs> like like when someone says like oh i'm doing a tea detox it's like tea fucker like <laughs> tea tox
4: also we, uh, fast and the fast and the furious franchise blew their chance at naming their fourth film fast forward
3: or fast furious oh, uh, blew it fast forward. blew it
5: <laughs> ruined
2: it they ruined it. Um, I don't know why uh, they
7: did
5: that. I don't know why
4: they. Okay, I don't know what. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter.
5: I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Yeah, shut up, Bill. <laughs> Bill, you're almost dead.
4: Yeah, he's done. We have to kill him out. <laughs> but, um,
5: Alex Jones, 20, 2015.
4: <laughs> well, hey, um, thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you for break. having us. Thank this you. Been- it was a lot of fun.
3: Lasty.
2: Guys, come by whenever you want to. We'll be here Monday, 8 o'clock every Monday probably come in and can't drink our beer because you don't drink beer don't drink beers. you can't have our coffee because it's got caffeine in it so I mean <laughs> we can be we can be friends yeah we, um, we <laughs>
3: will go to a diner after this most likely yeah yeah and and he'll get a decaf coffee and something <laughs> somewhat healthy and I'll get a milkshake and an omelet or something oh, wow <laughs> Benedict yeah uh, I don't, know don't get end. me started on, okay Everybody out there, this is my one pro tip. Edison Diner, Crab Cake Benny. You want it, put it in your mouth, it's delicious. Edison also, Diner. Ask Toby Metzger, ask Toby. people in the know. Uh, also, Coach House. Coach House. Um, the
4: salmon burger. The salmon, salmon burger, burger at Coach it's House it's Diner in Jersey City. Salmon dreams. It is beautiful.
3: I've had it once, it was very good. Chris has had it every single had time. It every We've Monday. had a practice.
7: Food. Yeah. Every Monday.
2: Speaking of good food at the Court Tavern, they got the guys from Garden Steak up now, there. Yeah. in the kitchen making
3: awesome cheesesteaks. Yes. That court like... Tavern now has cheese steaks. Yeah. I am very okay. Pork roll cheese I'm, steaks. I'm assuming that a lot of people who listen to this have been to the court and I appreciate that because it pays my bills. Like when you show up, I actually get to, to live. So the more people that show up, the happier I am. Especially, and also the fact that it's like, hey, it is one of the only fucking music venues in this area. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for supporting it. If you haven't been there, please come. There's there's a show literally three days a week, every week. Yes. You know, there's sometimes four or five shows a week. Sure is. Um, so My I wife appreciate had
4: one of the cheesesteaks, and I, uh, and I took a bite, and it was amazing.
3: Yeah, so. it's like so you can now pick. Pork roll, chicken, or beef. As, as your, your meat. State,
2: yeah, as your meat. Yeah.
3: And then some of the pork sandwiches bowl. come with pork yeah. roll on them, wow. so you could potentially have double pork roll. Um, but there's also... Sin, Pure sin. I will uh, maybe entice people with this. There's a secret menu item. Is there? There's a secret menu item. Oh, oh that ain't you have to be exclusive. You have to be in the know. Okay. If you go up to the bartender, and you, add, you order your sandwich, and you say, I want it Lee Van Cleef style. Leave in Cleave style. It's a secret. It's not going to be on the printed menu. You got to know about it to, to get it. It's a few bucks extra, but you get a full portion of chicken, a full portion of beef, and a full portion of pork roll all in one sandwich. Wow. Damn. I've done it on the Sinatra, which is like a pretty simple sandwich, like just uh, has like pepperoni and uh, marinara, mozzarella. So I did it on the Sinatra. It was overwhelming. I'm getting hungry, man. It was really <laughs> overwhelming. You guys want to are they open still?
5: Let's go right
3: now. I mean, you, yeah. Oh, no, we're, we're closed tonight. Monday nights, we were closed. Tuesday through Saturday is the usual days of operation. We w- we open up on, like, a Sunday or Monday if it's, like, if there's a touring band coming through that we, we've set up a show for. It's, like, it's tough because Monday nights are really hard to, like, get everybody together because especially we're booking so many shows now. You know? Everyone's
5: listening to Life in the Dining Room. And Everyone's
3: listening to Life in the Dining Room. Why would I take listeners or, you know, attention away from this place? No, I know, right? It's not worth it. It's the same reason why a friend of mine hit me up and was like, hey, man, I just bought... Like forty bucks worth of like essential oils. I'm gonna like make my own like beard oil. Like we could like do this to, we could do this together and like maybe like sell it if it's like turns out good. And I'm like, sorry, can't, because <laughs> my friend Zach West makes awesome grooming products. Uh, Sheer Revival, another plug. Sheer okay. Revival, awesome stuff. He makes pomades now, uh, beard oil, shave oil, after shave, all like homemade stuff. Like, super all-natural, great stuff. Um, Goes really well with Dave Matthews' listening sessions. Yeah, exactly. It's like Eggs Benedict. It smells awesome. I get compliments a lot. Chris's wife said I smelled like a forest, and I think, like, it's worked in my favor. Good, good. Um, You do kind of smell like a forest. Yeah, you know what? It's like, I'm trying to get the ladies to like me. (laughs) So, I'm sheer revivals hooking it up. Um, But, yeah, like... Now that we have the cheese sticks at the core, it's so much. It's like, it's dangerous because I want to eat them every day, and I tell myself I'm not allowed to. But it's super, super good. You can, you're allowed to. I'm not, no, because it's just like, it's gonna get me all puffy, and I'm gonna, like, uh, get tired really easily and I like, you know I, I already sleep so much it's Like, gonna be rocky cat nap yeah <laughs> rocky cat naps and the chap snoozes chap snoozes <laughs> yeah but um, you guys have been
2: awesome thank you for coming um, thank you we, this has been um, a pretty pretty bitchin episode awesome bitchin there's that word again mm-hmm. almost three it didn't feel like doesn't feel that well See, we we
3: bring the rock, man. We just bring the silly it. silly rock. Bring
2: the good, but uh, you get your music. Uh, I know we can get Chris's music. Uh, Chris all, Chris all, Grzanda Chris Rosanne. Chris at Grzanda Bandcamp. Uh, we slash just, whatever.
3: Yeah, so it's uh, what they are. Rocky Katniss and the chapter. <laughs> and the chapter at, at Bandcamp or .bandcamp.com. Record it's,
4: coming out in June. Yep, new
3: di, new day, old night coming out in, in tentatively in June. As long as the record's come in, in time, nice. it'll be in June. Awesome. Um, and then uh. Yeah, so please download the single. Like for anybody who hasn't, you know, like I said, it's it's free if you want it to be. Um, if you want to throw us money, it literally is just recouping the losses I have accrued from, from making the record, okay. um, and then going to pay for us to hit the road in June because we'll be doing a tour of the Midwest uh, end of June. Very exciting. Yeah, I want to do that myself.
2: But uh, just like um, just like this episode and all the past ones, you can hear it at uh, diningroomradio.net or um, on your Stitcher or. Um, Apple iTunes app or whatever you got or whatever whatever podcast downloader thing you have, we're probably there. So uh,
5: thank you guys. And um,
2: you. I believe we're playing the show out with uh,
5: uh, yep. a year ago today, Dave Brockie died sitting upright in a chair in his house <laughs> of an eventual heroin, heroin overdose, which is a bummer because he was, he was a real force of nature. He's in space somewhere. Yeah, that's Odor us, Dave Brockie. Um, I saw Guar's Eternal tour in three different cities in the past year, and they ended their shows with this, so I feel it's fitting to end this week's episode with The Road Behind.
1: Calling Like a sad little song